attentive. The rejoice shall rejoice in the Lord. O God, hear my prayer. Wisdom. The reading is from the Acts of the Apostles. Let us be attentive. In those days, while Apollos was at Corinth, Paul passed through the upper country and came to Ephesus. There he found some disciples, and he said to them, Did you receive the Holy Spirit when you, were, when you believed? And they said, No, we have never even heard that there is a Holy Spirit. And he said, Into what then were you baptized? They said, Into John's baptism. And Paul said, John baptized with the baptism of repentance, telling the people to believe in the one who was to come after him. That is Jesus. On hearing this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And when Paul had laid his hands upon them, the Holy Spirit came on them, and they spoke with tongues and prophesied. There were about twelve of them in all. And he entered into the synagogue and for three months spoke boldly, arguing and pleading about the kingdom of God. Peace be unto you who Wisdom arise, let us listen to the Holy Gospel. Peace be unto all. Reading is from the Holy Gospel according to St. John. Let us be attentive. At that time, John saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Behold, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world. This is he of whom I said, After me comes a man who ranks before me, for he was before me. I myself did not know him, but for this I came, baptizing with water, that he might be revealed to Israel. And John bore witness, I saw the Spirit descend as a dove from heaven, and it remained on him. I myself did not know him, but he who sent me to baptize with water said to me, He on whom you see the Spirit descend and remain, this is he who baptizes with the Holy Spirit. And I have seen and have borne witness this is the Son of God.
In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Uh, There was a man who thought he was John the Baptist, and he was really disturbing the neighborhood with his boisterous antics. So for public safety, he was committed to the local institution. He was put in a room with another delusional man and immediately began his routine, as he was normally saying, I am John the Baptist. Jesus Christ has sent me. Then the other guy looks at him and declares, I did not. (laughs) Now, too often, in my perspective, John Baptist is portrayed by, I don't know, Hollywood and exaggerated uh, articles and other things as some sort of wild, delusional man. I remember watching, as a little boy, Jesus of Nazareth, a good movie, I believe, in the most part, and noticed that the show depicted John the Baptist as always kind of angrily shouting and screaming at people with a crazed, almost rabid look in his eyes. But this is not the saint that we have come to know. Fiery preacher though he might have been, the greatest of the prophets, an angel in the flesh, an icon of temperance, and whose memory, of course, we celebrate today on the 7th of January. We cannot help but go through the life of this great man this morning to honor his memory. For as Jesus himself said about John, Truly I say to you, among those born of women, then ha- there has risen no one greater than John the Baptist. And the hymn dedicated to St. John begins, The memory of the righteous is observed with words of praise. He was of such importance that even hundreds of years before John's existence, the Holy Spirit inspired the prophet Isaiah to speak about the Baptist in this manner. Behold, I send my messenger before your face, who shall prepare your way, the voice of one crying in the wilderness. Prepare the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. Yes, hundreds of years before John's birth, his special role in God's salvific plan for the human race was already prophesied and spoken about. Even the events surrounding his conception and his birth are wondrous. His pious parents, Zechariah the priest and Elizabeth, had no children. And Elizabeth was beyond the natural years of childbearing. Nevertheless, with God all things are possible, and he overturns the laws of nature as he so chooses. So he sent the archangel Gabriel to Zechariah while he was serving in the temple and told him that he and Elizabeth would indeed have a son. The archangel even said about John, He will be great before the Lord. He will be filled with the Holy Spirit, even from his mother's womb. And so Elizabeth 
conceived and John's unique and divine role began while he still was in the womb, as predicted by the angel. When Elizabeth, pregnant with John, encountered and embraced her relative, the Virgin Mary, who was also with child, the child Jesus, Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit, and John jumped up in her belly, rejoicing that he had come so near and in contact with the Son of God, even if still in their mother's wombs. Several months later, Zechariah and Elizabeth's son was born, and as commanded by the angel, Zechariah gave him the name John which means the grace of God, indicating John's vital function in the history of grace and salvation. His own father then prophesied about his baby boy, saying, (coughs) And you, child, will be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation to his his people in the forgiveness of their sins through the tender mercy of our God. But wicked Herod, as we know, sought to kill every male child two years old and under, hunting for his supposed rival king, the baby Jesus. But John, too, fell within this age range, and so, as they searched for the little child, putting his father, Zechariah, to death for not handing the boy over. Elizabeth fled into the wilderness with her baby, where she raised him, and there he remained until God called him to fulfill his ultimate purpose. In the wilderness now, John lived a life of solitude and prayer. He was an ascetic a monk-like figure, having a single coat made of coat hair and consuming plants and honey as his only food. In the desert near the Jordan River, John gathered followers and disciples, but of course not to remain with him. He was preparing them to meet and to join another the teacher who is the Savior of the world, Jesus Christ. This is the account we heard this morning from the Gospel of the evangelist John, when the Baptist saw Christ approaching, and he shouted out, Behold, this is the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world. This is he of whom I said, After me comes a man who ranks before me, because he existed before me. For this I came baptizing with water, that he might be revealed to Israel. And John bore witness, I saw the Spirit descend as a dove from heaven, and it remained on him. He who sent me to baptize with water said to me, He on whom you see the Spirit descend and remain, this is he who baptizes with the Holy Spirit. And I have seen and I have borne witness that this is the Son of God. 
And now I must decrease, and he must increase. Having baptized Jesus against his will and with a trembling hand, but humbly submitting to God's will, John continued to prepare all the people who came to him, teaching them to confess their sins, to repent, and to be baptized in order to receive the baptism of Christ. That is, the baptism by water and the Spirit, the baptism in the name of the Holy Trinity, the baptism that makes one a citizen and member of the kingdom of God. A 5th century bishop of Ravenna, St. Peter Chrysologus, said about the Baptist these beautiful words, You are the one who grasped the Father with your ears, the Son with your hands, and the Holy Spirit with your eyes at one and the same moment. And so one of the hymns of the current festival sings, O wise John, the forerunner of Christ, you beheld the Father's ineffable glory from heaven, and you saw his only Son standing in the water, and the Spirit as a dove which came upon him, and which does purify and sanctify the world. Thus, O mystic of the Trinity, we extol you and we honor your sacred feast. St. John, as a preacher and a defender of God's holy law, even gave his life for his Christ. He was beheaded because of his righteousness and unwavering fidelity to his God. In this way, his soul descended to Hades, and there, just as on earth, he prepared the way for the Lord Jesus, who would later also descend into that dark place to bring light and liberty to those in the ancient prison. This, too, is proclaimed in, in the hymn for St. John. When you had contested for the truth, rejoicing, you re- preached the gospel to those in Hades, that God had appeared in the flesh and takes away the sin of the world. So, my brothers and sisters in Christ, having witnessed the baptism of Christ and the revelation of the Holy Trinity yesterday on the great day of Theophany, we now come face to face with righteous John, the forerunner, the Baptist, the prophet of the Most High, the greatest man born of woman, the voice crying in the wilderness, and the seal of the Old Testament prophets. What virtue can we take from him and make our own? What of his life and character might inspire us? Should we experience the same joy within us that he felt when he first saw and came in contact with Jesus Christ? Can we leap in our hearts when we draw near to Jesus in prayer or in holy communion? As John is the best man of the bridegroom, as Christ calls him, can we intimately participate in the wedding feast between Christ and his church, between Christ and our souls, and strive to maintain our wedding garments pure? 
Will we listen to the voice of the one crying in the wilderness and allow it to penetrate our hearts to make room for the Lord there? Will we draw people to Jesus? Might we lay down our lives for the sake of our Lord? Will we have the obedience or humility of John? Will we obey the prophet's voice and repent, knowing that the kingdom of God has come upon us? There is no shortage of virtue and spiritual excellence in this man. No lack of godliness and an exemplary life. So the feast of St. John the Baptist is sumptuous and rich, my brothers and sisters. Partake of it. Eat of it. Be filled as we honor the dear friend of the bridegroom Christ, the baptizer of our Lord, as we honor him not only with hymns and with words, but in imitation, in truth, and in deed. And so to our God, who submitted to be baptized by John in the Jordan for our salvation, be the power and the glory forever. Amen. Amen.